0: hindsight hun hi my name's charlotte and you are listening to episode five of hindsight hun today i'm joined with my uni girls my little squad introduce yourself my squad hi i am rosie
1: (laughs)
2: hi i'm georgia and i'm back by popular demand back and better than ever (laughs) i'm a podcast virgin Yeah, and she's here losing her
0: virginity with us today. So today we thought we'd talk about something that all three of us I think experienced in our own ways, and that is grad guilt. So basically, what I'd say grad guilt is, in in our definition, is when you're getting towards the end of your course, um, whether it's maybe at college or uni or school, and you have that sort of moment or that almost like epiphany of what am I going to do next? What the hell is going to happen? What Am I doing with my life? And that sort of sense of guilt that comes with it. What do you think, guys? Would you agree? Would you yeah. add?
1: Yeah, I would say. I'd say it's less of
2: a moment or epiphany They're like crushing weight. Yeah, on your shoulders. Oh, expectation. And yes. then you just and like I've, crumble under. And
1: I think it's one of those things that nobody can help you with. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. End. End no, of no, podcast. No, no. Like when you talk to like, I remember talking to like my mum about it. And she would just be like, "Just do whatever makes you happy," and mm. I'd be like, "I don't know what that is." Yeah, like yeah. it is a, such a big thing to like go through because you just don't. No one has the right answer. That's so true. No, what, no, like I remember, like you know, the best advice I've ever got is, no matter what, somebody, like if you feel something, can you speak to somebody else about it? It's never going to be the right answer because it's not your answer. That's deep. Yeah. Like I, I, I had so many conversations with Georgia, like, and I remember like saying to you, like, whatever we choose will just be what we choose and it should be our choice and be the one that's best for us
0: yeah Mm. yeah definitely so the question i'm going to pose to the two of you is why did you feel guilty or stressed or anxious in in that moment of well not that moment as georgia said in that sort of experience of Mm. why was there this pressure did you create the pressure I, th- I, don't, I don't know
2: if I created the pressure on myself, probably. But I just felt like I had to be doing something. Yeah. I was mm. really scared of the time between finishing uni and doing something else. Like, whatever that was. Like, when I was thinking about getting a full-time job... I was like, oh, I'm not going to have a job for that time. I'm going to have to be job hunting. And that's really stressful because I'm not going to be making any money. And how am I going to, you know, survive with no money? And also, I remember feeling embarrassed if I couldn't get a job. I'd be like, oh... You know, everyone mm. can get a job. Everyone's got a job. I just need to get a job. And people say, if you just get a job, and I'd be like, I was scared to even try because I'd be like, I'm going to get turned down mm. and then that's going to really affect my, you know, self-confidence and ended up just not really applying for any jobs because I was so scared of yeah. the rejection. Of the rejection. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because I pr- tried to apply, like, through the course of my degree for, like, graduate schemes. And work experience, literally working for free, and they still said no. Yeah. (laughs) So, I think it just culminated in those last, like, month or so, before I finished uni, for me personally, was just that, oh my god, I was so scared. I was so scared. For, like, the next day. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like, not even a clue. And I hadn't done it, like, I'd worked part-time, but not. In the field that my degree was in obviously so i was just left with like all these options yeah mm. i was like, don't want to do particularly any of them no, no. i didn't have a passion passion. no so.
0: it is really hard to know i think like i definitely felt it that whole third year of university that final year i remember just feeling like i don't i don't know what to do like do i do a master's do i go for a job i tried grad schemes didn't get the grad schemes <laughs> no. um, and that made me feel really stupid honestly yeah. i remember when i got rejected to a couple i remember looking and being like, i'm so dumb yeah i'm so dumb and i was exactly. like i'm not like you know, i'm in my so third year of and they're so competitive yeah yeah and that's the thing yeah it is so scary it is really scary what about you rosie
1: well, I, I I'm like I remember feeling really down and just thinking like, you know, I remember once we had the employability seminar mm-hmm. and the lady come around and she was sort of asking us, wasn't she, like, what we want to do and what we want to do next. And I remember sitting there and getting really anxious because I think, I don't know what I want to do next. You know, I've we've chosen such an open-ended degree. And the whole time they're like, you're, like, in with English, the possibilities are endless, really. And I think that added more pressure mm. because you're like, well, I've done this open-ended degree... But all the jobs I'm looking at, all the jobs I'm applying for, the degree is helpful, but it's not, you yeah. know, like, like a lot yeah. of human resources jobs I went to apply for, you needed to have done business, or you needed to yeah. have had human resource management, a degree in that. And it was very much like my degree was helpful and it did give me a lot of skills, but because it was so open ended, that just caused its own pressures on itself. Yeah. And I like well, I remember when I had a meeting with the employability lady, and you know I said to her about being like a researcher for like TV and stuff, and she was like, I don't even know if that job exists. And I remember thinking like, you go to employability and they're like, so what do you want to be? Well, I don't know what I want to be. Yeah. That's why I'm here
0: yeah yeah i mean i
1: just think it's so so hard like i do believe if you do a science or a stem based degree there's a lot you can go into but you know you're going to be going into something stem yeah Yeah. but with our degree you don't have that with the grad schemes you know suddenly in year three they're like oh you should have been applying in year two and i'm like well you didn't tell me in year two that's not my problem that you haven't done that yeah. yeah, and no. I remember really struggling to even find them. Yeah, I
2: know. Because I was do you like, I don't them? know what I want to do. Mm. So I want a grad scheme because grad schemes are great because you come out of uni and you've got a job. Yeah. And they know that you're a graduate and, like they know what they're taking on. But where do you find them yeah. and what are they where in? Are and then they? when you do find them, they're completely oversubscribed. Yeah. I know, I
1: know. And you can't get onto them... Well, I couldn't get onto them anyway. No, no I, I I couldn't. I just felt like when my degree, when it was ending, you know, I didn't know if I wanted to get a job. I didn't know if I wanted to do a master's. I literally had no clue of so. what I wanted to do. And obviously I've got a job, which I'm so thankful and lucky for, especially in the current climate. But you do sit there and think, oh what if I'd done a master's? But for me, I just felt like, oh, I just need to have a bit of a breathing space, get a yeah. job, just give myself a bit of breathing space away from the educational stuff just to see if that's something I wanted to pursue
0: further yeah no I think that's sensible I do think that's sensible it is really hard but like in terms of so you said that yours was either your options were either doing a master's or getting a job Georgia what were your did you have options or did you know sort of what you wanted to do um in in the long run no
2: I didn't know I thought that there was no other option apart from getting a job so that, like my whole way through uni, I didn't really think of anything else. Mm. And then I think it was in third year, like halfway through, Somewhat I think it was you, Charlotte. Yeah, Um, <laughs> 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 probably was really. me. Um, who mentioned a master's and I remember being like, I don't know what that is. I hadn't really, kind of through uni heard about master's, but I was like, don't really know what that is. Yeah. Found out about those and looked into that. And still even to like, right to the end of they were both viable options for me, kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I went really back and forth. So back, yeah, like to the point where it was like <laughs> halfway through the day, i changed my wasn't like one day I wanted to see this one day. I was like in the middle of the day being like, No, I changed my mind. Yeah. And yeah. I think it didn't help. Obviously we like finished uni this year, so it was very like bizarre. We finished uni literally when you couldn't leave the house. Yeah, exactly. Like still in the middle of like lockdown and that didn't help because it's all I thought about for the months. There was like no there was No of... There was nothing else and we didn't have like a graduation. We wanted to like go out so like graduation we were going to go away for a weekend like all these other things that would have maybe had a bit of clarity on the situation but because I was just at home yeah, I was just building it up and up in my head. So there were definitely both options
0: like right until the end. Yeah. Yeah, the whole way through. No, I was the exact same. I know at the start, going into third year, at first I was like, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get on a grad scheme. Didn't get on a grad scheme. And I was like, nope, I'm going to do a master's. I'm going to get another qualification. Started applying for that, got offers. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do a master's. Like, it's a lot. It's another year of work. And then sort of going into lockdown, I I remember saying to my mum, like, I'm going to get a job. Like, definitely going to get a job. And then obviously COVID hit. The job market just went mm. to absolute shit and mm. the world went to to hell and back. Um, well, still in hell. And I remember just being like, I want a job, I want a job. And my mum's like, I don't know if you can get a job right now. Like mm. at least not a job that you'd be happy with. Like you probably get something that you're just not gonna enjoy. And is it really worth it? Whereas you could do a masters where, you know, you're doing a subject that you, you like and you're pretty good at, so why not do that? I remember just like hedging my bets right up until the day that I had to make a decision. Decision. And that day I literally just turned to my mum and was like, I'm just going to do a master's because I was like, there's nothing. I kept sort of going on like Indeed and like different job websites Mm. and there was just nothing. Mm. And I was like, there's not going to be a job that I want now. So I should probably just do the master's and what I went for. Mm. But even now, like I definitely feel as though... I'm constantly thinking like did I make the right choice am I happy definitely thinking that yeah on the regular yeah yeah because I think going like in like throughout school you're kind of told the majority of the time what you have to do you have to go to primary school go mm-hmm. to secondary school you have to stay in, t- in education until you're 17 and then like either you go to uni or you get a job and then you kind of go down your path and then when you reach like the end of uni it's kind of like okay now what so mm. you are feeling that, for yeah. me, it's the yeah. first time I kind of felt independent yeah. in terms of, like, what do I want to do with mm, my life yeah. that no one else has got an opinion of? Yeah. yeah. And what the hell am I going to do? Mm, I do agree. I just remember
1: feeling, like, my whole life, like, I knew that I needed to get my GCSEs because I needed to do my A-levels. And then once I did my A-levels, I could get into uni. Like, uni was always my dream. And then when I got to uni, done the degree, and finished like I, I remember like turning to like my mum and that and saying but what now mm. and she'll be like you can do anything and i'm like yeah but what now because like my whole life i had every single step planned out because edu- like, education you know at every given step what you're going to do and what you're going to get mm. you know you know after GCSEs you're going to get them then you know you can do a levels or college courses and you then and then suddenly those like like college courses end or those degree end, like like degrees end and then you think well what now yeah it's really uh, hard yeah and no one has a magic ball, just like to say, "Well, you're gonna go down this path, and that's fine, mm. and you'll mm. still be fine at the end of it." You just people just just not like that.
0: So true. Mm.
1: And it sucks.
0: Yeah, it's really horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. Yeah, it's so hard. But we have to take control of our own lives. Like, what is this? Yeah, why and can't it's someone do so just... much work? Exactly. I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> no, abort, abort, like leave, <laughs> just run, abort, go. <laughs> do you feel as though you made the right decision? with what you did after uni so Rosie you've got a job I
1: part of me like I do feel like I made the right decision because I knew that I wanted to move out and start the next chapter of my life and obviously I needed a job to do that and I feel really blessed with my job because I do think that you know one obviously get paid and two it is it like you don't go into your dream job straight away and I think that that was important for me like I do like transactional HR so on like the scale of HR, like I'm right at the bottom because I just basically do all the contracts and things like that. And um, but that's given me experience that you know I that I will be vital in the long run if I like serve myself in HR. Any um job you go into, they like to see you've done a bit of HR because you know and you're aware. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've made the right decision there. I do miss uni. I miss sort of the lectures and you know sort of being with you guys i think that's the thing i've sort of struggled with you know my job i work from home and you don't get to see your friends every day and i mean Mm. i know uni students aren't doing that at the moment but you don't get that so i miss it then yeah so it's like a bit Mm. of like a in between
0: yeah okay georgia yeah so georgia's Um, doing a master's yeah i think
2: i made the right decision but i don't no, if i would admit that like, <laughs> because mm. it's so horrible to sit here and be like i made the wrong decision like that's not helpful for anyone mm. you've got to like roll with what you did you yeah. made that decision go with it and it's hard like be another year out of like full-time employment yep. getting paid much money and that's hard because mm. now is like time when life starts and yeah get into it but if I ever want to own my own house, I need oh. to start saving soon and I can't start saving until I start earning um, But whatever, so <laughs> no, I have that. I'm never gonna be a homeowner You will <laughs> be um, I'll
0: Honestly, never be a homeowner I had that breakdown to my mum yesterday, literally I'm you need this to this me, me.
1: You need to move me and me, because the house price around now too expensive Honestly, Come live it's with actually me.
2: ridiculous yeah. So, really stressful because yeah. I just look at like what I could be doing But then I made the decision based on what I wanted to do yeah. instead of what I probably should have done. Mm-hmm. But I thought it's only a year. Yeah. It is a year, another year out of earning money and gaining skills and stuff, which
1: is a choice. But yeah. You still are gaining skills. I think it's important to say, like, there's not one right answer. Oh, my gosh. No. no and yeah. I think it's so individual. Yeah. And I think what I've learned from my master, I don't know about you, Charlotte, but I can't
2: believe I ever thought it was the easy way out.
1: No, because it's, it's definitely not the easy not, way out. No. I
2: work three days a week, and this is my job personally. It would be so much easier for me to work full time. It would be yeah. horrible because it's not yeah. what I want to do, but my MA is like so much different. It's flexing completely different muscles. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I think that if it's ever painted as like and I think the cop out yeah, way, it shouldn't be. It is not at all because okay. it's still like full time work. It's work. Yeah. do you know what I mean? It's not It's not like being a student, like everyone says. Especially at an MA, like, they don't help you out. You're at a point now where it's like, you're not an undergraduate, like, you've chosen to do this, and you're paying to do this, like, it's up to you. And if yeah. you don't do any work they're not going to do anything about it no no you know, i mean the lectures and stuff because
1: they're like you're old enough now to yeah, yeah. and it's you've enough. done your Which undergrad you've done you've learned the fa- yeah. like the foundational fundamental skills sorry yeah and you're doing it yeah. i just think that's so true like people shouldn't sell a master's is the easy way out so i don't think it's the easy way out at all no it's definitely no not.
0: so and especially doing so. it from home as well because you mm. are losing that the thing that i loved about our undergrad is being with my friends and you know having those interactions with people face to face and not having that now it sucks yeah
2: because it's like taking everything out of uni it's literally just the work yeah
1: as well bearing
2: in, in mind
0: i english lit, like you have to talk about
2: the book it's a bit hard to do that over yeah it's
0: different it's so weird. And it's a real adjustment i think i'm the same as as both of you that i think i did probably make the right decision in the moment Are there days where i think i just wish i had a job could work nine till five or eight till four or whatever and then switch off and be like, okay, I'm done for the day. That would be amazing. And actually have some money because I'm 23 and I'm poor as hell. (laughs) I'm so poor, but it's fine. We love it. But I think at the end of the day, you made that decision. You embrace it. Like, yeah, you make the most out of it. I think so. So with uni, did you, either of you, find that there was a time where sort of the pressure mounted from the university in terms of where they started saying, okay, what are you going to do now? What the hell are you going to do with your life? Come on, make a decision. Like, did you have that moment where you sort of noticed? Like for me, it was second year. The end of second year, they were starting to be like, okay, when you come back in third year, like you should have an idea of what you're going to do next. Yeah. So then that summer, I felt quite stressed thinking like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, where am I going with my life? I remember being stressed that summer because
2: it was uh, like our last summer. Yeah, it's like this is the last summer in education. So like next summer, we'll all be working full time all summer. Ha! <laughs> Ironic that two of us are doing an MA and the other one works in a school. So none of us are working this <laughs> no. summer. Um,
1: six <laughs> this weeks next
2: up. summer. <laughs> um, but obviously didn't know that at the time. And I remember thinking like, this is really stressful. I remember coming back into third year. Was when, for me, it really changed to, like, Mm -hmm. this is coming to an end. Like, uni isn't going to last forever. Yeah. And I think at uni, we were all so caught up in, like, uni that in third year, like, someone, like, burst our little bubble. And they were like, oh, no, you need to start thinking about other things. And you need to start, like, you know, it's third year. We had literally an employability module. Oh, my God. The most stressful module module ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Worst would ever, because got fucking 2, too. I on my CV. On they told me my CV was the worst thing I'd ever written <laughs> in the whole of uni. Think about graduating. How that made me feel.
1: Literally the worst result I ever got was on my CV. Dickheads.
2: That imagine, is actually really bad. Imagine downgrading my CV. I was like, right, so I can write a million essays, but I can't write a CV. So uh, I can't get a what, job. What is going to help me more in the world? Anyway. That's by the way. Um, yeah, I remember... Starting third year And it being For me The pressure had mounted up mm-hmm. And it was just The vibe had just changed I remember like Even us with each other We were just I think stressed We
1: were stressed
2: Yeah I don't think we knew why No We weren't talking about it We weren't like Oh I'm really stressed about Uni finishing We were like I'm really stressed about The reading this week yeah. I don't think it was about The reading No I don't no. think it was no. It I was don't... about it Coming to an end I remember we kind of All just went a bit silent For a bit yeah, and we like stopped doing uni work. We turned up to seminars, and they'd be talking about. It. We'd be like, "We can't we read it. We can't do it anymore." Mm-hmm. And one of our lecturers came up to me, and she was like, "What's going on with you three?" And I was like, "I think it's just all a bit much. I think we know that it's coming. Like, not it wasn't yeah. uni that was a bit much because we'd done uni for two years. Like, we very much knew what we were doing yeah, at that point. And we yeah. loved our degree, and we really enjoyed it. So it was the opposite." Maybe we were making it really rubbish, so it was easier to leave. <gasps> oh my God, adorable. You should analyze that,, okay.
0: <laughs> Psychoanalysis, um, but then the
2: second half of third year, or the rest of third year, I really enjoyed and like relaxed into it a bit, but mm. right at the beginning yeah. and right at the end was when it,
0: yeah, hit me. Well, I think' cause, like once you and I, Georgia, had applied to, like, MAs and we had offers, there was kind of that reassurance of, like, there is something.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, there's something yeah, there, like... I, yeah, I know. It was
1: just fucking nothing lined up.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you did so well. Me, well, yeah. <laughs> but it, is, it is scary, like, that yeah. thought of going into nothing. So I think I always knew I had options, which yeah. was that reassuring thing. So for people who are leaving university without those options, like, don't panic.
1: Yeah, I think don't panic. Because...
0: Rosie you didn't I mean you panicked a little bit
1: yeah like I remember saying to Lizzie like I'm not good enough I'll lecture Lizzie shout out to you Lizzie
0: um (laughs) we love you we
1: love you if you ever listen I remember sort of you know talking to her in her office about my dissertation and she was like I really really think you should stay on and do the MA because they do like a long century 18th century one don't like module mm-hmm. and I remember I was like I'm not good enough to do an MA because at the time I just didn't feel like I was going to come out with the grade I wanted obviously I got it in the end so that's great but at the time I didn't feel like I was good enough to sit and do the MA mm-hmm. and I just remember feeling so I didn't think I was good enough to get a job and I didn't think I was good enough to do an MA mm. and I remember thinking like what am I gonna do and I, I just remember thinking like oh my god what the hell's gonna happen next yeah and i just think it's so frightening and i think it's one of those and it, i think it's one of those fears you know like georgia was saying i come very much from a family where they're like you can't just sit around and do nothing yes, that's not right. how we are we either work or we do we're in education we don't just and i remember like i used to sit there and think what am i going to do mm. what, what i don't know what i want to be when i grow up and, like, my dad said, well, I didn't know what I wanted to be. But when I got like late my late 20s, I knew, and I, I did my course and I got my job. And I was like, I know, but I don't want to wait till my late 20s to know. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then
1: I think there's this pressure of, like, you know, when you leave uni, you've got to know then what you want to be. And you you want to know, you know, what
0: you want to do. Yeah. But actually, in reality, it's not like that. But I think also, like, I know growing up, I felt that pressure at school. Like, when I was at school, mm. sort of... Probably 16, I started feeling that pressure because, you know, when you're starting to think of like UCAS and applying Mm -hmm. to university or applying for apprenticeships or whatever, there is that pressure from your school of, okay, so what are you going to do once you finish school? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: I think it it can actually happen at, at more ages than just university. So if anyone's like at school or college or whatever and you are feeling that pressure like it is normal to feel that it's not just and i think it's really
1: bad that like educational institutions put that much pressure on you yeah like i mean with my with my sixth form that i went to like i've discussed with you two quite a lot how they categorized us into smart and not smart and Mm. we were like in those boxes Mm. and i think as well that laid into a lot of my grad guilt is the fact that you know My whole life, I'd been trying to prove to the school that I went to, you know, that I was good enough. Like, you know, they told me I wasn't going to pass GCSEs. Well, I did it. I couldn't go to uni. I wouldn't get in. But I did. I did uni. And then all of a sudden, uni finished. And I remember thinking to myself, I've done everything I've wanted to do now, you know, to, you know... Because I think to prove, you know, that school wrong. And then all of a sudden, and I'm sitting there thinking, but what next? Yeah. Like, I think the best bit of advice I ever received was from my grandad. And he said to me, no matter what you do pick your decision and just have courage in your decision yeah. and whatever decision you make as long as that makes you happy the that does doesn't make you happy just stop yeah because it's so yeah. easy to sit and be in a job you don't like or to do a master's that you don't like or and you no, know, do another course you don't like when really like I've said to you two every decision it's like not permanent you can change at any moment That's in your life any decision you make about uni about jobs, about relationships, you just, just don't do it anymore. Mm. And I remember listening to like um the highlight. And <laughs> I remember that they were talking to um or they were an article or a book by is it Elizabeth Day on how to fail? Oh yeah. And she wrote an article and it's how I failed my whole life and how, you know, she dropped out of so many things. But that's okay because she needed to do that to find her way. Yeah. And I think we need to sort of on it failing and we need yeah. to say, like, if you don't want, if you go for a week at uni and you don't like it, or you know, you go to a job for a month, you don't like it, you can leave and you have not failed and you've not let anybody down. 100%. Because you, it, it's, it was obviously you didn't like it, your gut instincts telling you that. You know, what is your, you come away from it, but you still learn stuff. You've learnt about yourself that, no, actually, I didn't want to do that. yeah Now I'm going to go try a different path.
0: It's not the end of the world. No, I completely, completely agree. Just a quick question Did either of you feel any pressure from family or friends or whatever you need to make a certain decision Just i mean i'm you. quite lucky like mom and dad were yeah. chilled yeah like they'll like do whatever you want to do yeah yeah
2: yeah i yeah definitely wasn't like pushed into anything i think the only thing was my family didn't really understand like not getting a job because like mm. and like, i'm the first person to- Doing MA, yeah. <laughs> Not like loads of us have been to uni. Whoa! But everyone, yeah, <laughs> yay! Big up, oh wait, wait. She's the first generation MA. Yeah. Oh my god, oppression. Um, <laughs> I'm just being sarcastic. Um. Yeah. So in that sense of like, maybe they didn't understand it. Yeah. But very lucky that they didn't say anything. Didn't say a opinion. they opinion. an opinion. They didn't tell me about it. No. They were very relaxed. But yeah, a bit confused at the beginning. They were like, just get a job. Yeah. And it's like, actually, I don't think that's what I want to do. Again, I don't know why so much importance placed on jobs. Because I remember thinking, like, if I get a job has to be a good job yeah mm-hmm. it has to be a job in london yeah because jobs in london
0: pay well and are and it's, better yeah. jobs it's the stereotype that you're more successful if you have a job yeah, up in london. yeah.
2: it's the whole yeah yeah so i remember having all of that so i think that i just scared myself into thinking that i wouldn't be able to get a job like that mm. so what's the point which isn't true at all but that's no. definitely how i felt
0: did you feel like charlotte that your mum and dad or your family you, you um know? I think they kept... I was actually quite surprised that they pushed me more to do the MA. I was yeah. quite surprised. like, And it did get to a point where I did get a little bit frustrated because mm. they kept going, do the MA... Well, my dad didn't care because he doesn't care. But my mom's like, do the MA, do the MA, do the MA. And I got to a point where I was like, let me make my decision. Like, you know, if you want to talk about MAs, go do your degree and then you do an MA. But, like, let me make my decision. But I think it's... I don't know. I think she just... Didn't want me to worry about getting a job at the time, but I didn't make my decision because she wanted me to. No, I dragged it out until I felt ready to make the decision that I wanted to make. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah, but I think if anyone's feeling that, just like take a step back from people Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, it's your life and you've got to be happy with the decisions you make rather than the decisions other people force you to make or push you to make. Because, and
2: every decision is valid.
0: Every decision like, is if valid. your
2: decision is to get a job, but it's not an office job, it's not in HR, it's not in publishing, it, and it's just, you know, whatever job, it's still a job. It's yeah. still a job. Like, I, we need to get rid of this hierarchy of work, because, you know, fair enough, if you want to do, like, Rosie wants to work in HR, so she works in HR, great, but if you want to work... You know, in a shop or in a cafe or you know something. Yeah, that's fine. there's nothing wrong with that. I think
1: at the moment around my dinner table, we're having a lot of conversations about success and what it is to be successful. Mm -hmm. And you know, I sit there and I say to myself, well, I would love a big house and I would love a lovely car and to be able to go on holiday. But then you know, I like I look at my partner and I think, but I would mean he would have to sacrifice memories and time together and no matter and i think that's the thing like you know in jobs you know you can these people in the like who are really high up in the companies i think that's great and that's amazing but you know they've sacrificed a lot to get there and there's nothing wrong with that sacrifice but when i you know when you get older i want to sit back and say to myself i was happy i Mm. didn't just do it for the money but then i guess that's coming from quite a privileged point of view that I can sit there and say that because like, you know, a partner has a good job, like I'm working. It's much of a privilege to say that. Um, But at the same time, I think we need to basically normalize. If you want to work, you know, I hate calling it, like, you know when they call it low skilled jobs? I hate that but if like mm. the government what they deem low skill jobs if you want to do that and you want to work in a shop or you want to do and you are happy that is what it is all about yeah it's about happiness and I think whatever I, I knew when I finished you whatever I did I just wanted to be happy in
0: my decisions yeah yeah I completely agree so to take away from this do what makes you happy as cliche as that sounds mm-hmm. just do what makes you happy in that moment and as Rosie said earlier you can change your mind it's okay to say actually this doesn't work for me anymore I'm gonna do something different or I'm going to go back into education or I'm going to get another job or whatever. Like it's okay to change your mind. Like you're not, mm. your life's not set in stone. Exactly. Like, you know, we're humans. We can make mistakes and we can change our minds.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Grow and evolve. Grow and evolve. Yes. Normalize. mistakes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Failure is such a horrible it word. Matter. It's all like for nothing anyway. So what's the point? Yeah, of doing, getting so caught up on things, exactly. like not going to buy a house, doesn't matter. Okay. What's the point? Again, why does it matter? Like literally, why does it matter if I like rent or if I buy? I know. A house? It's Fair. Like, buying it's a like,
1: house. I think what it but, comes down to is like previous generations. That's how they measure success. Yeah. And like yeah. times are changing, and yeah. you know, like it doesn't matter as long as you, if you rent or you buy or whatever you do as long as you know it's a good situation it's like i think we measure things from old like older generations point of success Mm. you know Mm. by house you're in a stable relationship you've got a good job you've got kids and i think that 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 needs to go and people need to realize that like there are other ways to measure success yeah Yeah, and success is
0: variable like it's different for each individual it's
1: personal i think and what it is to be like this whole question of what is it to be successful you can't answer no and i but you know it doesn't matter these these i think we get caught we get so caught up because of pressures of you know have we done this to be successful have we done this have we done that when actually you take a step back and actually you know you're getting up every day you're doing your things that's actually the biggest success yeah yeah Know what yeah, I mean? yeah, definitely. Yeah,
2: I especially agree. Especially in the current climate, economic climate. Yes, Georgia,
1: we're so dramatic. Sorry, ain't we? oh, no. We're the showmen. No, but it's I love like
2: it. me angry, especially right now, because t- she's a tear to, her.
0: <laughs> to transition. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> transition <laughs> back. <laughs> um, in hindsight. Oh yeah, because we bring it back to that. Hindsight, hand. Hindsight, Would you make the decision you made again? Would you? Rosie, would you still go for the job? Georgia, would you still go for the MA? <laughs> Pass.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. You don't have to answer. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd have to say yes. Yeah, because if I said no, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point of regret? Because if I said no, there's no point in me saying no. I wouldn't make that decision again. Because it's like we'll change your decision then, and I'm not going to change my decision.
1: So I wouldn't no. make that decision yeah. again. I think the only thing I would do differently mm-hmm. is. I would have done my degree. Uh, I don't know. So, like, my cousin's partner, he works at a pharmaceutical company. And he's worked his way up. But he did his degree through his job, if that makes sense. Okay. Just because of how much I struggle to get a job. with Like, I think English deg- an English degree is so valuable. And I know mm. employers find it valuable. But like I said earlier, I found it really hard to get a job. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether maybe, but then I don't think you can always say that because then I wouldn't have met you guys,
0: and we yeah, wouldn't have had, we of. wouldn't
1: have had that in our lives. Do you know what I mean? This friendship, you know. Yeah, I was yeah. starting to
0: take issue when you said that about you know. Gorilla. <laughs> <Girlfriend. laughs> I would have done a completely different degree, a completely different <laughs> so uni. So I literally never met you. Bitches. I really wanted to go
1: to like the real Cambridge,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I <like laughs> go to the
2: fake. Oh my god! That's what what people. That's another thing worrying. that
1: we should talk about another episode
2: the real cambridge like doesn't matter if
1: you don't go to a russell group uni we can Honestly, still be matter. successful
0: we go to a berry. we're literally
1: gonna get so no much, much hate we need to fucking stop <laughs>
0: Dennis will be on the emails like <laughs> yeah Dennis will be
1: fucking going He'll be like this like
0: tap it <laughs> oh god oh, i love that laugh and again was was the stress like necessary did you need to stress as much as you did do you think? I don't think you can ask me, Georgia, that question because our whole lives are stressed. Yeah, that is true. Like, we, yeah. I embody
1: stress. My whole, if I'm not stressed then I don't feel alive. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean?
0: Like,
1: uh, okay, we're going to take a quick
0: break. <laughs> let's get the therapist on. Um, I'll John. Be, John! John, John um, John, text me. I think we need your help from my friend <laughs> Rosie.
1: No, um, but do you know what I, mean? I, I know what mean? I am a big ball of stress. I stress about everything. Everything in my life is stressful. Like, but I don't live a very stressful life. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, feel stressed. I feel quite. No,
2: I think that that's a really difficult question because it's like probably not. It wasn't like too much stress for the situation. Mm. But there were so many things that made it that situation. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that we can just say like it was ourselves putting that pressure on ourselves. Mm, true. On ourselves. It was all the outside pressure
1: yeah but yeah and i think it comes down to your personality type
2: as well yeah. like uh, yeah like you
1: know i do stress some people don't stress like if you are those people like hit me up and need you to know your techniques
0: <laughs> yeah tell me how. but
1: um i think it depends on your personality really
0: yeah no i completely was you agree. stressed i was at the time but i think i wish i hadn't stressed as much as i had because i think it was just like it was a bit unhealthy yeah like, like stress is so unhealthy yeah yeah i remember just getting like ill with it and just mm. thinking why am i getting so stressed and like after i made the decision to like do the ma i was like oh okay mm. yeah and i just... remember in sixth form when my mum had to lock the books in the garage so i couldn't study over christmas break
1: <laughs> <laughs> because i literally went to school that's and i stressful. got a d in my history exam mock wasn't even that important and um, I remember I just broke down and sit from a room by the water cooler. And then I went to KFC and a massive burger. Oh. But I remember that night we had parents' evening. And my two history teachers came over to my mum and they were like, they were talking to us. And they were like, we really think that Rosie needs a break. And my mum my took me home. And she was like, why do you do this to yourself? She was like, is it me and your dad? I'm like, no, it's just because that's who I am.
0: And yeah. she was like, right,
1: I'm looking at all your books in the garage. I had to rush and do all my homework in like three days. <laughs> And then she locked them in the garage. Oh my goodness. And I loved it. Yeah. I was so relaxed. And when I went back in the jan, it was great. And I was like a whole new person. Wow. Bit, bit, bit of a detox. Yeah. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, guys. Rosie's fucked up, bottom of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think we're all fucked up in I our own ways. I think we are. We love that. I mean... You know, I see a therapist Look, once a week. I don't.
1: I'm about to go into fucking
2: tier two. But that's great. That's going to really help my mental health. Um, which is stellar.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a tier two problem.
0: <laughs> Can't relate. Can't relate. But anyway. So you'll never see me again. <laughs> you'll never see me, me again. again. Wow, I was really bitchy. You made a mad cry. <laughs> wow. What S- are the words? Sorry. So can I end this now? So we can leave. Um, oh yes. We, yes. yeah we need to go bye bitches bye bitches we out. so yeah, we're going to harryport studios so thank you so much for listening to this episode it was a bit fraught and a bit intense but we're here we're thriving anyway rosie that... isn't thriving <laughs> apparently
2: but the rest I of have. us are I'm this thriving. is what you
0: get for working a full-time
2: job which to me is actually Scam.
1: part-time I don't work on a Monday.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've got a liar in the room. It sort of it's sort full It's just wrong. It's actually not 52 weeks a year, but. Love educational work.
0: Okay, so anyway. to conclude, <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank sorry. you so much for listening to this episode of Hindsight Han. Um, please check out the Facebook page, Hindsight Han, and the Instagram at hindsight underscore Han. Um, thank you, Rosie. Thank for being you for having me. A first time guest. You don't use Instagram anymore, do you? No, I don't. So I'm not gonna plug her Instagram <laughs> because basic bitch has got rid of it. Well actually, I know, no, she you're... thinks she's better than us. Yeah. I'm up. one of
1: those like really like evolved people now. She's woke. She's evolved past. Is it woke? Yeah. Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> is it woke? Is it woke, my dear? I think the young people are being woke <laughs> these days. Is that the correct word? Woke. I'm not woke. <laughs> You're woke. I am white. No, I'm, I'm not.
0: I'm going to Sorry. Can we leave? Say hi to Georgia. <laughs>
2: um, and um,
0: thank you, Georgia, for coming on once again. You're so welcome. I better get two episodes, bitch. Again. You'll be fine, I'm getting into tier two. And um, so. And again, Georgia's Instagram is at GeorgiaWright double underscore. And yeah. And you know,
2: the one underscore was taken, for Good sake. Mm. So. Um, so yeah, follow me. Hit me up. Single. Mm. <laughs> i'm single but i do live in the tier two area so <laughs> if you want
0: to date over um facetime or go for a walk hit me up oh thanks right, so much bye. um love you bye